0: The DL Debate with Sister Sarah's Letterkenny, serving food you'll love in Sarah's kitchen. Welcome on and all to the DL Debate. Thanks so much for tuning in. We're beaming out from the famous mountaintop studios here in Letterkenny. This is Highland Radio. This is your weekly radio show and podcast and all th- all matters GAA. Shortly, I'm about to be joined by the expert. It is Ryan Ferry of the Donegal News to round up the intermediate Quarterfinals from the weekend. Later in the show, I'll be joined by Irish News sports journalist Brendan Crossan to take a look across the Ulster club scene, uh, give us a wee flavour of what's happening in the various championships in our province. Uh, I'll also be joined by Maureen O'Donnell to take a look at the ladies' championships so far this summer and a look ahead. To, of course, the senior semi finals of next weekend. But as I say, kicking off the show, the ferryman indeed, Ryan Ferry. As I say, uh, we were down the bridge yesterday, and uh, if it wasn't for him, we would be in baller and his knowledge of players and the intermediate scene. And I'm delighted to say he joins me now. Ryan, how are you today? I'm good, Brendan. I'm good. Good man. You you, you you were in a bit of a rush after the bridge around to get back to the park. The timing was tight to get to Adonald Donald Park for uh for, for the next championship game.
1: Uh it was now in fairness the the, the good people at St Michael's, uh, they were they had it very well organized and I, I was able to get out in, in decent time and uh got up the road with uh, up the road with uh with no speeding fines and uh <laughs> I think it was I think it was pulling in at um was it twenty-seven minutes to four? So I'm at good timing now. To be fair, but uh, no, I was a little bit worried now at one stage that the game might go to extra time,
0: yeah. and
1: uh, we, def- we definitely would have been at panic stations then. But the, the, no, fans yeah. managed to get the job done. They did at Normal ring. time.
0: They did indeed, Ryan. I mean, it was, it, it was a very interesting game. One at one stage you couldn't see uh, Downing's losing. Um, you know, they looked like they had extra bit of firepower up front. They were sitting in that compact, compact shape and, and breaking up the pitch um, they led it 8-5 eight, eight, at half time and, and indeed 11-7 uh, round into that uh, uh, second half and at that point ran there, there was only one winner really but you'd have to admire the way I suppose Fana held in there and a the goal is, is a massive score in any game but as, uh, as Liam McGrannan kicked, kicked in with them a couple of scores he kept them in touch with, with some frees and then of course the the score of the game it was uh, it was quite a finish to the match
1: it definitely was, yeah, it definitely was and like Alan McAteer, uh you know, I was chatting to the manager Aidan McAteer after the match and he said that, that Alan's over in, in Liverpool I'm um, studying P I think and uh, you know he wasn't they didn't know if he was going to come home at all for the game then his his flight was cancelled on Saturday and he just landed on on Sunday morning so it it was some story for him to come on and and smash home the 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 winning goal but yeah definitely for Fannad, you know like I thought Fannad were, were probably fairly good defensively throughout the game but it was hard to see where their scores were coming from um and in fairness to Lee McGranahan, you know he's he's a young player i would have seen him play a couple of years ago and the falad minor team that won a division 2 title and i've seen him play a bit of a bit of McLaren and cup football for 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 moford as well in in the schools and he's a very very talented player and he's he's uh he's got a lovely left foot but he's a very young player like in when they, when Galway needed somebody to step up yesterday and and land crucial crucial scores to keep them in the game, and you know on a on a tricky day down at the bridge with the the breeze going across the field, I thought he really really came to the fore for them and, and kept them in the, in the match and. And then they got the goal late on, and, and Ferris Paddy Carr, another man, had a had a, a huge game, and he could have probably taken the point at that stage, Brendan, and, and made it a one point game. But no, they they, were, they went for the they went for the big one, and they got the major score. And you know, Oshin Shields popped over the fisted over the insurance score then, and you know, for Dylans who who had looked looked like they were going to to get get the victory, you know, they left a lot of scores behind them and you know then at the end of the game Johnny McGruddy their star man was off the field and it just shows you how a Championship Football things can, can change quickly you know they were they were going well and looked comfortable and then all of a sudden they needed scores and their main man was off the pitch so mm. Championship Football anything can happen Brendan
0: Yeah listen, th- up in that point I suppose McGruddy would have been man of the match his play- place kicking was brilliant you know and Connor. Flying inside as as well, uh, Ryan. But but it wasn't a being. Ryan, I, I loved your story there about you know the the fact that you know uh, Alan McIntyre has, has gone through double, like both both knees, uh, cruciates as well. You know to be flying back and they be doing all that uh, missing the flight and coming back and it's fantastic for him and that that he proved up uh, popped up to be the match one. It's a great story.
1: Oh, it definitely is. Like, and he's there's there's a couple of those young fanet lads, you know that you know. I suppose there's there's a couple of stalwarts there have been d- down to the age years and have been given great service. But there's a, there's a couple of young players in that fanet team that have have really pushed on um through the underage ranks, and and Alan's probably one of those players. And you know, he, he's had a, a, quite a good season for. For Fanad and he's gone away to college now, but for him to come back there and and, and land the land the big big score, I'm sure it was. I'm sure he was on cloud nine yesterday, and I'm I'm sure they were they're hoping if he's in the clouds flying back over that they'll, they'll possibly get him back again next weekend for the semi-finals, maybe.
0: Yes, indeed, great stuff. Ryan. And you caught up the manager. I caught caught up with Barry Mehan after the game. Uh, he gave us some words just on what he thought of Fanad's victory. I'm here with Barry Mayne, trainer of Fannin' Gales. Barry, very happy. We would have a smash and grab there, Dan, but just hung in and you got that late goal. You were four points down on one stage in that second half, but just hung in there and with, with uh, Downis sitting on a two-point lead. Uh, it was a brilliant break up the pitch by uh, Paddy Carr and Alan here smashing the ball in the roof of net uh, to, to put you in the driving seat.
2: Ah, uh, yeah, Brennan. Listen, so far this year, like when, when we've been in games going down the stretch, like we've come out on top or we've come back into it and like today was just another example of that. Like we were we were three down at half time and we and we lost lost Sean Kerr to start, you know, a big player for us. We lost Bernard McGettigan just before halftime, another big player for us. We just spoke at half time, about just the importance of staying in the game, you know. Um, next ball, next tackle, next score, just every, just focusing on the moment in front of our face and everything else to take care of itself. And you know that's what that's what happened then. You know, and I suppose listen, Alan's over in Liverpool now at college and he you know he hadn't been training in the last couple of weeks in the what's the team Firing away over there, you know, sending videos to all the boys about all the work he's doing. And they went, like, and put the ball in the net when it really mattered. And, you know, we, we needed a goal. Like, you know, Downings were always just able to stay that wee bit ahead of us. Probably, you know, maybe could have been more ahead. A couple of Johnny and Larkin put a couple of balls into the keeper's hands there in the second half. I um, suppose maybe it's just maybe the pitch as well. Like, we were first half as well. We didn't probably put the same amount of scores on the board that we felt we could have. But listen, we're very, very happy now to be in the semi finals here and we'll just take that game as it comes.
0: Yeah, is um, very much sitting. Compact and trying to counter attack against you and of course the likes of Larkin and and, and, and these guys, talented boys up front. They looked like they were maybe creating more chances. Where as they sat in they were difficult to break down by. But just something about the game as it opened up in that second half. And you're the trainer there; you can see the fitness of your lads as, as the gaps was opening up. It was Fannett It was asking the questions. And they, you know, once you got that goal, say so you chipped on with with another score. There, Russian Shields coming in from a tight angle. So even though it was at that point down and at the point, it was usually zoning, position. And the game?
2: Yeah, I thought listen, even after we got the goal, Brent, I thought our game management was very good. Like we didn't we didn't go back the way with the ball, we, we kept looking to go forward, you know, and boys kept looking to attack the gaps. And listen, a lot of that there comes down to their work rate. You know, when you talked about their fitness, like these boys have been going now since January. They went the whole way to an All Ireland Guild final and won that there. Like they played what was it five five games over a over a weekend, sorry, four games over a weekend, like you know. So the, the fitness levels are there, but you know, you can have all the fitness levels in the world, but you have to be willing to work. You know. And and in, that, in that last 5 10 minutes, they were willing to work. You know, when you talk about Osh and coming and popping that ball over the bar, I was watching his run. They must have ran 50, 60 metres up the left hand side to come in the back side. Like, you know, and that there takes an awful lot of commitment to the attack, you know. And whenever you go in the attack, you have to commit to it. And I thought the boys did it in the second half.
0: Yeah, and of course, Bill, you're vastly in this competition, having won it a couple of seasons ago with St. Knowles. You're in here now. As you said the, the fitness is coming in, semi final coming up next week. So it's a matter of this week getting guys rested, getting them back up. And, and, and getting ready for a massive game coming, Abs-
2: coming straight ab- down the tracks. Absolutely, Brent. Nothing like you know that there's as good as ten training sessions out here today. You know, so like all we'll be doing this week is just you know getting boys recovered, getting the boys that are on the injury table, hoping to get one or two of them back now, and hopefully get ourselves ready for whoever it is in the draw now later on today. You're close to the sea, and you know, we, So there'll be a few sessions do the <laughs> nah, there'll be a lack of boys in the sea tonight, the I would say. <laughs>
0: Yeah, great to catch up with uh, Barry Meehan there doing great work for Fanny Gales as I look forward to the semi-final. Now, Ryan, you were saying you made a dash for uh, a Donald Park to see uh, Terman Red-Hughes. What, what did you make of this encounter? It was uh, something, I suppose, Termon going in as pretty much uh, a favourites, but it came right down to the wire.
1: Yeah, a strange game, Bren, in the sense that, you know, Red-Hughes didn't score for 29 minutes in the first half, and yet... You know, the genuine grievances at the end of the game that maybe they didn't get to extra time, at least, you know, um, like in, in the first half. Now, it was a wet, damp day, and it, it took took Termin maybe a little while to settle into the game. You know, they had four wides in the first 10 minutes, but, you know, Darren McDee got a penalty then, and it looked like they were just, looked like they had far too much pace and athleticism for Red Hughes who were kind of sitting off them. And, you know, at half time, it was 1 5 to 2 points red hughes got a couple of late points in the first half but to be honest you wouldn't have given them a hope at that stage but they just gradually clawed it back and you know we're, we're really seeing over the, the over the intermediate championship the the, the big target man at full forward is is back in vogue and calvin bradley was was brilliant in the second half for red hughes and they just gradually clawed back their, their deficit and they got back to within one point and you know, there was a had a strong shout for for a free at the, at the end of the game, and you know yourself, Brendan. Nine times out of ten, maybe the referee gives the free to bring it to, to extra time. But Mark Brown didn't think it was, so he didn't award it. And you know, Red Hughes maybe felt harsh, hard done by with that. Now Terman maybe would point out that there, maybe a couple of frees were given against them in the early in the second half, or maybe harsh as well. So, you know, when it's when it's all on the line down the home stretch, all these, all these. Uh, Referee decisions you know, are become much more into the spotlight, and maybe that's unfair too. But no, it's, I think you know, chairman, they'll they'll be glad they kind of fell over the line really in the end. But you know, they're through to the next round, and that's all that will bother them this the, this week as they look ahead to the semi final.
0: Yeah, and and I suppose Ryan you got to take on board this and red Hughes it's a championship, it's, it's quarter final. It's, it's you know, you're not you're going to. I suppose that if you're ever going to be a kick in you, it's going to be there. And you're saying, as you said, you know, um, Calvin Bradley just seems a top, top drawer forward, you know, and, and, and I suppose when they get that bit of momentum, then, you know, your back's is to the wall. But for Francie, I suppose... You know, happy enough get out, of, get out of this game and you know, win it by a point, and not much talk about Termon now. I mean, people were talking about them for Ulster there. We'll not, we we'll go on that, uh, Ryan. But listen, they'll be glad just to just to be over over that hurdle anyway in the in the uh, semi final. And some interesting teams now, I suppose, left. You know, uh, when you look at them, I suppose don't know, and Termon seeing themselves probably as you know senior clubs. Um, you know, fan it of course, mad keen to get into the semi final. Of course, Neve Columba can't get past the semi-final, so very interesting. The the four teams is left, and Neve Columbus, I suppose that, that performance maybe was that was that the performance of the weekend? Do you think around the fact that Buncrana were were a few people's uh, tip for this championship, but you know they were comprehensively uh, beaten by Neve Columbus three thirteen to to eleven points. Oh, I, I
1: definitely think it is now. It was the only game I didn't see, so uh, you know I'm going on all that what other people are saying, but you know, Brendan, going into that last weekend, you would have. Like most people were predicting that to be, the, the tightest a scheme. So for Neve Columbia to win so convincingly, like you, you know, yeah, you, you have to stand up and and take take notice of it. Now I know Damien Carr the boys down in Glencombe, Kill not want me to say that today, like, but uh, yeah, very very impressive. You know, Christopher Byrne, another big target man at full forward, scoring two two. Aaron Doherty, by all accounts, just couldn't be handled. You know, so they, they have a they have a lot of they have a lot of players going well. And what they have there now, too, Brendan, you know, with with two big victories over over Boncrana, you know, they have momentum going in there now. And like momentum, we've seen over the years in, in the intermediate championship that the teams that are going well generally are are hard to stop. And teams that maybe are are struggling for form can you know it just might not come. So. I, I think that <laughs> Niamh Colombo will be, will be fancying their chances. They've struggled to get over the semi-final hurdle, they'll think. I'd I'd imagine they're happy with the draw to get Fanet, but I would imagine Fanet are happy to get them as well. Um, you know, Gail a beat Niamh Colombo down in Port Salon in the league um, towards the end of the league. Now, probably wasn't a huge amount on the line for Eilers' team that day, so maybe you can't take a while out into it, but, you know, I don't think... I think both teams will fancy their chances going into it, but yeah, definitely Paddy J. McGinley and Neve Colombo looking looking in good enough shape at this this stage of the championship.
0: Yeah, interesting, man. you, know, you think about the modern game, I think we're going back to the, the two inside. It looks like by and large some teams might have a third player just playing off them, but if you have two inside that can can, can hit 1-7 and, and the two 2-2, two. I mean, you're you're going to give anybody their full of it if you can have any uh, ability to win possession and and perform a you know a, get that defensive uh, sweeper system in place. We guys, you get up front, yeah, and Eve Columba have to be within a shot. Don't know, Ryan. People say don't know, don't have scoring forwards, and, and this three ten, three eleven, three nine. They seem to be racking us up uh week in, week out, you know. Uh, I, I don't know where that's coming from, uh, Ryan, but know beating their neighbours Nivora. And of course Nivora of course you know, were are rank outsiders now. They really put it up. They don't know, but again they're they hitting that uh, they're hitting that similar scoreline uh, almost every week, uh, Ryan. So listen again they're back to make up for last season and, and try and get in the semi and, and, and win a final.
1: Oh, uh, I, I, I don't know who said they haven't got good forwards, Brendan. Because to me, they have the best forward line in, in the championship. I think they've, like Oisin Boner I've seen him play a couple of times now. He's a quality operator. They've, they've Daniel Ward in there. They've moved Barry Curran up to the forwards, and he was quite effective in there on Saturday. You know, you've done, uh you've done Sweeney. You've Dara Gallagher. No, I, I think I think they have. I think they they have plenty of firepower <laughs> there. There, fire there up you
0: there. go, right? There's the pub talk and rubbish straight away. You know, <laughs> a fellow, a fellow was saying that to me there the other day, and some other lad agreed with him, and I was like, "You think so?" I said, "Sure, they're, they're scoring whatever." And they were like, "No, they haven't enough scoring." I was like, "Great." Right. There you go, Ryan. I'll take your word on it anyway. That'll do me. Yeah,
1: well, in, in fairness, like you know, they they were pushed hard on on Saturday. Don't know, like. Um, they struggle to handle big like Daniel Devlin and a full forward for for Wara, You know, and as much as the forwards are going well, you know you're probably looking at it, Brendan, and and right throughout our championships and and something we've talked about throughout the last couple of years, and even with talking about our county team, you know, as a defend are the defenders as good as the forwards are in this county? That's a that's a maybe a a, a debate worth having, having at some stage. But mm. yeah, you know, low managed to get the victory, to have firepower. Now, I think looking at it, you know, Terman, people will be maybe, I don't know if they'll be playing down Terman's chances after the last day or after Sunday's performance. But at the same time, you've got to remember too, Bren, that, you know, Terman lost a lot of tight games last year. You know, there's a lot of talk about the, the beatings they got in the senior championship, but they also lost to four masters in a tight game. They also lost to Bondoran in a relegation playoff that they would have felt they should have won. You know, they lost a lot of games in in Division One in the All county league this year. So I think for I think for Dunlo, or for sorry, for Terman, to just get that one point victory yesterday, just to get get over the line in a tight game, I think they'll take a bit from that. So listen It'll be interesting to see what way Termon line up next week because you know as we mentioned, there's a lot of men to stop, but you know they'll also feel that with Big Bobby McGarity again in their team that maybe the long ball at Dunlo haven't have struggled to deal with in their last two matches. Maybe it's a, an outlet for them as well. So yeah, that should be a cracking game, I think, Bren.
0: Yeah, great stuff, Ryan. Listen, great roundup. Really looking forward, to it. and of course, all the other uh, championship games to be sorted out and the seniors coming down the track. Ryan, it's going to be a busy few weeks for you.
1: Oh it definitely is but it's it's a great time of the year, yeah. Brennan. like you know, and like I suppose I, I you know I would have been one of those these people you know maybe a little bit skeptical on on the split season uh, and how how it would work and stuff, but you know when you get th- in the thick of the club championship it, it is it is class like um, you know th- this intermediate championship you know maybe we'll have maybe a, again it's worth debating the overall quality of it, but definitely when you have when you have Seven, eight teams that are that can put it up to each other, like it, it makes for great view, and you know, it's it's lived up to the billing, you know. So hopefully we'll get good semi-finals, and and hopefully we'll get good games in the in the senior and junior. You know, busy one. We've as you mentioned earlier, ladies semi-finals and everything, relegation playoffs to come. So.
0: A lot to be ironed out over the next week or two. And finally, Ryan, just the, um, the last thing, um, the county management. I was trying to count out the county board this morning, actually. I was on with uh, Greg when I got a call back from somebody from the timing of it. I thought he was listening, actually. He was like, keep your mouth uh, quiet. <laughs> but uh, listen, there was to be an announcement tomorrow, but I, I got a text and they say that mightn't be the case. Say. So um, ongoing yet and very uh, uh, hard to figure out what's happening.
1: Yeah, exactly, and again, you know, and and this thing, it seems to be easier to rule people out than rule them in, you know, Brendan. Um, uh, There's a lot of speculation over the weekend and stuff, you know, and it, it doesn't seem that anything, was, you know, on Friday evening, it looked like we're maybe we were going to have some white smoke, but it, it didn't come, and we, I suppose we had a bit of uncertainty about where we are now with, with the whole thing. So, yeah, I'm sure... I'm sure the the players that be are, are working hard to try and try and get this this situation solved. But you know it's, it's not easy. Like in a, you know for somebody to go and, and take it take take on this position, you know there's a there's probably a lot of play with you know their work commitments, yeah. their family commitments, their you know they're maybe they have other sporting commitments. You know, so there's probably a lot
0: to weigh up. Ah, do you find rain? It's a bit. I suppose people getting uh, how do you say impatient with it. I'm kind of like, well, nobody's like do like dragging it or they're they're looking to get the right man or team in, and uh, whatever that process needs to be. I mean, the people who are doing it are. Uh, you know, want the right person in. I don't understand people getting a wee bit like, what's going on? What's happening? As if somebody's nearly <laughs> doing this on purpose. I mean, obviously, as you said, the the process is difficult, and and they're trying to get the right people in, and who that fits or suits is is very difficult in itself.
1: Yeah, well, well that's it. Like, and it is frustrating for everybody. But I would imagine that the people trying to to, to select this manager are probably as frustrated as anybody. You know, and. Like, you know, it's, it it isn't easy, and I like to. I would imagine people are, are are working very hard. You know, maybe the maybe the more parts of the process when when people reflect on it over, they'll be thinking, well, maybe we could have sped up here a wee bit, or maybe we we didn't need to do this. But you know, it, it is difficult, and as we've seen, you know, there's some other counties there, like Monaghan. I think Monaghan are looking longer than we are. You know, Ross Common haven't got a manager, so. You know, it isn't simple, um, and, I, and I know it's frustrating. And, and you know, like the likes of some certain players are, are out of the championship now, and, and that's tough. And you know, maybe you'll have to do, maybe there'll have to be a trials, a trials uh, now t- for players to maybe pick up players. I don't know, Brendan. You know, you know, looking at it. Anybody that's probably thinking about playing county football is going to have to keep themselves in shape over over the close season anyway. So, mm. I, you know, I, I don't know if, if winter and well comes into it anymore, really, Brennan. You know, there's going to be, you know, there'll be S&C and all this to, to take into consideration. So, yeah, like, uh, you know, you would like the manager to be watching the club championship, and maybe the person that gets the gig will will have been watching plenty anyway, but, you know, we'll just have to see how it plays out.
0: Yeah, 100%. Uh, Ryan, good man. Thanks for the round-up, lad. I'll see you around think, next week, no doubt. Good, man, Brian. Cheers. Thank you very much. Top stuff there, as ever, from Ryan Ferry. The man has some knowledge in the game, That we tell you, Ryan Ferry of the Donegal News, of course. Paper right today. Great round-up in the Donegal News, as ever. Uh, now we're, as I said, from the top of the show, we're going to look across... The province uh, with Brendan Crossan and see what's happening in the various senior championships. And um, Brendan joins us now on the show. Brendan Crossan of Irish News. How are you today, lad?
3: Oh, good. Thanks, Brenton, Thanks
0: for having me. Not at all, Brent. Thanks so much. I was speaking to you last week, Ben. I was just looking at the the different championships we're, were, were kicking off, and and obviously the great coverage in the, in the Irish news there. I just thought I'd get a get a catch up you know, to see what your your feeling was for for the various championships. And uh, I just uh, I text you this morning. I know Tyrone is starting 22nd of September, Brent, I actually just looked. At you. Obviously, their championship looks well. It is. I think the most uh, competitive of, of all the Ulster championships. The games seem to all go down the. Way. But I was looking if they've, they've uh, eight championship games starting in, in the top uh, half of that. Uh, seven of those teams have won the Throne Championship in the last ten years. Very, very uh, unusual championship in terms of what's what's put on there. It is a special, a special one, no doubt.
3: Yeah, funny enough, I was talking to Ron O'Neill, uh, former Throne player, a uh, couple of weeks ago. Just asked him about the championship, and um, I says, well, "Are you a fan of knockout?" He says, "Absolutely." Absolutely. Mm. But uh, obviously Romans coming from uh you know, a throne league and championship, that probably that's probably the template, Brenton, isn't it? Going forward for a lot of counties. Um, you know, the play a lot of their county players play maybe maybe out of fourteen or fifteen league games, they would play maybe nine or ten mm. games of that, you know. And then um there's none of this group stages or anything, it's straight in the knockout. And uh, but you're right, there's some like, I think there's matches there Thursday week, Friday week, and, and Monday week. And I think those games that you're referring to Dungannon versus Trillic, Drummond, Kelly Claher, Carrickmore, and Island. Like, pick a winner out of those. Big but games, even, yeah. Even before that, Brenton, yeah. they've got a league final. That's right. Uh, against Trillic. Uh, Is and that going Kelly to
0: get
3: Clatter. played? Is that going to get yeah. played? Or, uh, they get yes. huge crowds for those league, league games, the semi finals and finals. Um, so. Do you think that's think
0: a format, Brendan? Do you think that's a format, right? Make make league important and and competitive, and that you can manage maybe without county players in certain days, and then just do knockout championship, you know, or even maybe home and away first first game, third game is, is something you could throw on to that. But uh, yeah. when
3: you when you look at it, Brendan, you look at all the different formats in the the various counties. When you when you look at Tyrone's, you just think, no, that's. That's that's the format. That's that's the template. That's a desired template there, um, and you know, uh, you know, and, and you could go to other counties and say, well, why is running with these almost meaningless group matches? Mm. Um, and they'll give their reasons, obviously. Um, but I, I just think Tyrone have nailed it in terms of their league even their league semi-finals and finals and then a knockout championship. Um, it's part of saying? that,
0: Brendan. Is part of that maybe the absolute love of football that's in Throne, you know? I mean, other counties, you, you have pockets and you have plenty of places in that, but you, you really get the sense, and you probably get in Derry as well. Now, you're more over the other side of the province, uh, Brendan. You could yeah. tell, tell me some more, but you really get the feeling in Throne that it seems to really matter so much to each town, or village or whatever the GA team where that where they're at, you know. Some, some teams here in Donegal, you'd think there's a bit of interest in the GA and the club and that, and but there doesn't hmm. seem this complete uh, commitment to it that maybe yeah. I would feel it is coming from a lot of those sides in Tyrone.
3: Yeah, over the like I've been doing this job brand over twenty years, and uh, like the most fanatical, the most obsessed um, GA people are Tyrone.
0: Yeah. I
3: agree. By 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 a some margin, they're just obsessed, and uh, as I say, the, you're right. That that's probably we can talk about formats and this, that, and the other, but sometimes it's just the gra that have for the game, and you're right, right across turn, no matter what east, west, or whatever you're going. There's just there's just really strong clubs right across it, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, interesting stuff The all that's kicking off. And Derry there again, a bit like ourselves, some of these group games are aren't adding up, Brendan. And 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 Slot Neil, I suppose, uh, uh, Glenn, uh Mahara there in particular look like they're they're nudging above the rest, if 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 you like maybe. And and uh, the the top teams are kind of coming out on top. We bit of imbalance in quite a few of them groups there, Brendan.
3: I, like you, you look at some of the groups there, and they're glorified challenge matches. A lot of those, those, those group matches are, you know, they all. I think those group stages in Derry is really just to sort out. It's like you know, to seed them. Funny yeah. enough, we're talking about seeding now, but Drom don't seed anything as well. So it's, you know, there's another uh, plus point I think for Drom, but in Derry, the seed the championship. Um you see teams finishing at the bottom of their group but they still go through to the last sixteen. Um and you look at the last sixteen, Brent, and there's not a lot of those games that would jump out to you and say yeah. so that's gonna be a cracking that's, game.
0: Uh, that's funny you mention it. I mean, I'm t- just looking at the fixtures and I'm thinking, is any of them gonna be I mean uh, playing yeah. but, but on the screen potentially, but even even at that you you just wonder, yeah. Um yeah, yeah. No, not yeah. nothing to, nothing to get you excited yet, you know.
3: No. new, new bridge loop as a as a derby match so there there may be something that match Korean derry you know mate but generally speaking you know all the big guns are kept apart you know um, but you you look at there you look glance like Nien and maybe Lavi as dark horses for it um, but they're all they're all kept apart so it's kind of, I don't think that Derry championship will will really co- come across our radar until maybe, you know, the next round of games, yeah. you know. But like there's been a, lot of, there's a lot of shadow boxing in Derry and and I, I don't know if it serves, uh, serves anyone. Maybe the county players, the fact that they get to play a few championship games with their club rather than just a knockout. Um, I, I don't know, but mm. it's, it it takes a while. It's definitely Derry championships a bit of a slow burner. And yet with all, it's, and yet all, it's one of the most competitive. That's it. Potentially most competitive uh, counties
0: you have, you know, for for Ulster. And you just think, Brendan, I was chatting my friends in Galway. Yeah, they're seeing their great balls in club football in Galway uh, around the championship, and that there because they're on the All final. You know, and Derry, yeah. were are pretty damn close to that themselves. And I just don't get the feeling of the same buzz from that still I and mean, we talk about obviously the county club thing all the time now Derry was buzzing all year and, and, and rightly won their All-Star and you, we could talk about tactics another time and how it was done but I don't mm-hmm. get that feeling coming through yet about Derry's great season do you? or, or, or was it the manner in which maybe they lost to Galway I'm not, I'm not too sure and I, I don't get that feeling yeah. certainly I know Galway, Galway went to the final and gave a great account of themselves but by all means the talk coming from Galway there is there's a real infusion and uh, their championship, there from the county team's Run, yeah.
3: I don't know what uh, uh, it's a, uh, you, you mentioned. They're about the way they went about their business. Um, uh, uh, and Galway, uh, Galway sort of eased over the line against them, really. But um, and, you know, go back to the Ulster final between Derry and Donegal. Like I was one of the one. Of the, I don't know if I was in a minority or not, but I just found it a compelling game um the way the way it was played out but in saying that i don't know if manny would sit down and watch it again yeah. um you know i struggled it, it, the
0: first time i'll be honest but yeah
3: yeah it's, it's like i, I found it compelling just um and so many levels and it's one of those games when you probably had to be there to appreciate it hmm. um but then maybe you're right like it's just the way that that very defensive uh, game plan um Maybe it, there's maybe there's just no relationship between that the way they play and uh, and dairy, dairy club football. I don't know. It, it, it doesn't seem to have yeah. Have, that's uh, what I'm saying uh, you know, it there's a it funny. Hasn't uh,
0: it hasn't just seemed to resonate. No, resonated uh, disconnect there yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. It could be the tactics, and it still could be when maybe in one season you can't just cure all that went before it in terms of that disconnect between the two teams. You know. It's yeah, probably going to yeah. maybe take... I, I still think, listen, if you're a football man at heart, uh, Brendan, you look into that, you still know that that's not the right way to play the game and it's yeah. not going to keep you coming back. Now, yeah, you won your Ulster. What happens next, I think, is the key. And maybe yes. the dairy f- the Derry the real hardcore of Derry you know is 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 still waiting for that and you can talk all you want about taking kids and the day out and all that there but at the end of the day yeah. Derry have to play about next season and maybe that's that's what we're waiting on Brent do you know what I, I, I text you there about the, the Monon Clintubbin of course my cousin's club up there I've, I've never actually seen now you have a lot more experience than me at this a, a group with five teams where four of the teams have ended up on, on five points after four games yeah. I mean the score is almost identical as well I mean it's absolutely phenomenal Those squashed in Conturbate, Bye Bally Bay and Don Amoyne it's it's it's, it's yeah. mad stuff I was texting my cousin there what, what separates them because reading the there, date there Bren, as, as, as the report goes Conturbate were out of the championship and a last minute yeah. goal it took them actually top of the group <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy
3: isn't it brilliant though isn't it yeah. brilliant that that can happen you Know it's uh, it, it's bizarre the way that, uh, and I think it was a Connor Connor McManus, that old war horse, still, still, Who doing. Else?
0: Who else? Ah, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: He dropped to 45 and it was just a mad scramble, and they got a goal. Yeah. And uh, lo and behold, they're sitting in the semi finals now, yeah, with their feet up, yeah. um, waiting on a quarter final, uh, winner coming through Scotstown. As a result, uh, they have to go into the quarter final, obviously, against Latin and True and Bally Bay and, and the other quarter finals, but you're right Clintonbrook could have been out um, and yet
0: well oh, there they are in the semi-finals um, it's just the joys of the club football they will love it Brendan isn't it yeah and, and Sam, Brent, you, you were at some Antrim stuff at, at the weekend is there anybody anybody uh, putting their head up there to, to go and take the title
3: yeah well to be honest with you Brendan I've just kind of dried out uh, was up at them for Craig and Kickham's and O'Donovan Ross's quarter-final which would have been a fairly big deal one of those more anticipated quarterfinals, and uh, geez, lashed from uh, start to finish. There's no cover up at up the ground, and
0: uh,
3: I think, I think I think the rain demoralized everybody. The pitch the, the pitch was just like a water park. by I, half see, time. The, I
0: see the splash pitcher in the back. Uh, yeah, and, and
3: <laughs> funny enough, Ross were trailing in the game, uh, and as these things happen, the, the referee should have called the game off, to be honest with you. It was just, it was dangerous. But, uh Ross on the sideline were obviously making the most noise because they were trailing they wanted an abandonment right um but and the linesman actually went over to the to the referee at once one point, and uh, there was obviously a deep conversation going on, and we all thought that the match was going to be was going to be halted maybe at about fifty fifty five minutes, but lo and behold, linesman came trotting back over his sideline, and the the referee continued. And uh, honestly, it was in uh, all the twenty odd years reporting in games, I never felt as miserable after a match, uh, uh, um, and uh, that that goes for the players and management too. But mm. fair play to them, Craig and Kickums are the champions. And you know what? What was lost in that match yesterday was how brilliant they were in the second half. While Rossa were struggling to to hold on to the ball, they were fumbling the ball, and naturally so because of the, the conditions, when I actually reflect on that match, and we're all talking about the weather and whether it should have went on or not, I think lost in the mare it was was high, brilliant, Craig and Moore, and managing the conditions. There was still a game to be won, and uh Jeremy McNulty uh, and Thomas McNulty who run them run the uh, the, the team um t- should take an awful lot of credit really really brilliant brilliantly coached team they've a few uh county players sprinkled in there and um, they they have a good chance of retaining the title um, they won their first uh, county championship last season for the first time in 67 years brilliant story, as we get brilliant stories in the club championship when you see these small clubs uh, end in famines and their pursuit of a championship um, but now they face uh, Cargan and that's their neighbours and better rivals um, in the semi-finals last year craigan beat them uh, in the semi-finals and it was a brilliant game so that's the match everyone's looking forward to. You know when the championship started. Now, Androm have the uh, the group stages as well. You know, and you can pick holes in that as well. But now we're getting down the quarterfinal, semi-final stages. Now, and everyone wanted Craig and Cargan to meet, and they're going to meet in the semi-finals now, and that'll be an absolute belter
0: Should be interesting, Brent, Should be interesting. I'm just looking at the the Down Championship. <clears throat> we're obviously always looking to see what's happening, and particularly with with Kilku, Of course, the. All Ireland champions are playing tonight. Is, that, is yeah. that something happens somewhere? I don't think I've ever heard of a game in Donegal here on a Monday night. How does that come about? Well, I,
3: I, that's
0: bizarre,
3: isn't it? Like, there has been, like, Down are very strong on Friday nights, and, um, but Monday night, it, it, it's, it, it's, a, it's a weird one. Maybe it's being streamed or whatever, but um, Kilku and Ballyhound, um, you'd imagine Kilku will come through there. Uh, like, after the one the All Ireland, there was a lot of talk. Maybe a lot of whispers, really, that, that's Kilku. Now, they're, they're on the wrong side of the hill now. And then um, a couple of weeks ago, they came out against Clon Duff. Now, they would be better rivals. Uh, and that was expected to be a really tight, tight game. And Kilku just wiped the floor with them. And I think Clon Duff only scored three or four points. Yes. Uh, and, it was, and it was a, a shot across the bow to the rest of the, you know, the teams in, in down that Kil- Kilku's not going away. Yeah. Um, Connith Gilligan's over them. Um, and uh, obviously, uh, he was with Mickey Moore when the one they yeah. all earned. Um, and they still seem to be the team. Byrne were regarded as probably the, their nearest rivals. Um, but Byrne just haven't set the world alight, to be honest with you. Yeah. They were playing in treacherous conditions last, yesterday as well. They came through against... Uh, down Downpatrick. I think it was 1-1 after 45 minutes. Yeah. Uh, I would say, I would say,
0: brilliant with with Kukoo there. There's probably a joy in playing that when you're that good, yeah. You know, there's a different thing takes over. It's not like oh, we've we've won that. We'll we'll kind of well, we're not as bothered. There's a different phase goes into their mentality now. Of listen, we've got all armory. If you want to put it up to us or any given day, we've got mm-hmm. it when we know what's in the locker. And there's probably a bit of joy in pulling that out. And as you said, with call these, you know, he's. Uh, He's a great big guy, and you can tell he's so ingrained in it that he's going to want to put his. Stamp on it, so say <laughs> they'll be, Absolutely. they'll be dangerous, man. Brent, just just a word yeah. there. Derry Gonley are back at it. Of course, they beat Timor the weekend. The Fermanagh Championship kicked off, and we're always looking across to the the big guns when we when we look across from Donegal across McLean had a big a big victory at the weekend. Ryan O'Neill was, was was doing his thing, uh, uh, one nineteen me. the eleven against Silverbridge. So, Championships all all kicking off, uh, uh, Brent. plenty plenty of great football happening across the province.
3: That is um, uh, funny enough. There's a, just a wee sort of side story to that. Cross McLean, Jimmy Clark, obviously is uh the mercurial Jimmy Clark. um Is was back playing for Cross this year, but he signed for Newry City, Irish League club, right. City, who yeah. get into the Premiership this year. Right. And Jimmy's a handy, he's a handy soccer player as well, but. um he um he wasn't he, he wasn't togged out for Cross McLean uh at the weekend, which was which is a major surprise. And I suppose when you do that, a manager's kinda rolling the dice. You know, he's yeah. probably making a point, uh a point to Jamie, um a point that we're not exactly sure of. It's I'm sure it's something to do with his soccer commitments, um right. in, in the lead up to Wouldn't to
0: go well in Cross McLaurin, the soccer, now. No, uh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, so he didn't play. Now he was at the game. Um, but as I say, when a manager, Stephen Kearns, over them doing a brilliant job, actually. So he rolled the dice there. We're going to play Silverbridge in a knockout championship match. Um, but when I'm not going to play Jamie Clark, one of one of our best forwards, and for a while it looked a bit precarious for Cross. I think there were five down at some uh, some stage against Silverbridge. But as you say, lo and behold, Ray O'Neill steps up, turns the game. He's just he, he's just a great you can see he's just got that big game mentality, hasn't he? When you, when your team really needs you oh, he unreal. just he just he just knows long up.
0: range them, long range free isn't that Brendan, he's just uh, to have yeah, yeah, he's gonna keep you taking in the game or or extend. He's, he's going to do his part, and that's that's. Right. They have some that reliables, so unreal. But Brent just for let you go funny when I went up to Tyrone on my job years ago. Remember, because we we grew up playing a lot of soccer here in Gaelic. Like it didn't really matter. But I remember going to some hardcore parts of Tyrone. They'd kind of say, "What you at playing soccer? What's that about?" And, hmm. and I was like, "What are you talking about? Playing soccer?" They didn't realize how we good you were, Brent we, we don't we don't do that. Probably, that doesn't happen. That's, that's not our game. <laughs> I remember <laughs> the, I, I, there was a few boys giving me a few choice looks if they say we catch yourself off <laughs> <laughs> D- a different world, Brendan. Brendan, listen, that's a great, great rewiring up, oh, Brendan. I wish there was more time to talk to you. Lad. Um, brilliant, lad. Listen, we'll, we'll see how the challenges go on, uh, Brendan. Should we get a wee word via as as things unfold there in the next couple of weeks? Brendan. time at all. Top class, Brendan. Top class. easy. Yep, Brendan there of the Irish News. Great to get a look across the province, and update on what's happening. Um, now we're looking at our own... Uh, club scene here for the ladies, and I'm going to be speaking with Maureen O'Donnell for a wee update on where things is at currently. Maureen, how are you this evening? Very
4: good, Brandon. How
0: are you? I haven't um, been talking to you now in a while. Right, that's what I was saying. I was talking to Greg this morning, and I was just saying that we haven't had a lot of coverage uh, with with the papers. And I know it's it's nearly impossible to cover everything, mine, But I was just looking at a quick uh, chat with because I know we're looking ahead to, of course, the the semi finals next weekend, and 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 the senior and. Of course your your buddies in Glen Fun going for three in a row uh, and uh, all that <laughs> th- is happening Mo but I see, listen, of course the, all the championships are, are on Mo and I was just thinking to myself you know, we, we, we're, we're GAA we need to we need to be a bit more inclusive and get a, uh, probably a bit more information yeah, out there on what's so. happening, you know
4: Ah listen, it's good to get a, get a plug on every now and again with the ladies and I suppose it was just the round robin games that were happening first between all the championships, even senior, intermediate, and junior, they're kind of ran out of the way now. And As you say, we're looking ahead now to a good weekend of football with the upcoming senior semi-finals and intermediate semi-finals.
0: Yeah, and Brendan. and, and well, what's what's your feeling there on 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 the intermediate first? Who's who's putting their hand up? They say they're going to going to take the title, and, and is there any team shaping up you think could join the senior ranks?
4: Listen, I remember you telling me before uh, to name a couple of teams and I got badly caught out by a few of them. There was a couple of <laughs> shocks, but, you know, <laughs> you never really come that's, back to me on them. That's, but that's football, I'm kind well, of going to bite my tongue this time. That's the way it goes. You won some, you lose some. All but, right, now, listen, right. Eru are really, really going good and intermediate the minute. They would be... They're probably disappointed Well, last year. They lost out probably in the semi final stage. I think it was to Fannad or something. So, uh, that's looking back to last year. So they're definitely going to push ahead and they've been very impressive. They had an impressive one over Robert Emmett there at the weekend. Um, I think it was said uh, maybe two, two, uh, poor, two eleven, two two four to maybe despair on them. But they're in a semi final now against Neve at the weekend and our draw then will play Fannad. So looking maybe. Irua, maybe fan panic Gales final there for the intermediate. Um, Irua have been pushing on for the next, the last couple of years like you know yourself a couple of swings and rounds about uh, Termon and Glenn Fun dominate the senior championship now maybe for the last decade but before that it was St. Dune's and E with the big rivals it's nice to see Eirua coming back into the form again hopefully push on and get up into senior level Brendan that will be great shake things up you know among the senior ranks
0: that's for sure Imo. but listen it's a tough place that senior world Imo. I mean they're, they're top top teams not even in you know county terms provincial All-Ireland club teams th- yeah. this, and they've got our, our club sides of uh, the, the 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 champions have coming out Mo are, are going to even say what's happening? So it's a difficult place to place to be. Mo, what, what are you thinking about the semis from the weekend? Thurman, uh, Neve Connell, Glenn Van Merville?
4: Uh, listen, you, I'll just just go back to there. It is a very, very hard place to to be, and you know there's a huge gap maybe between the top three teams and maybe the bottom three teams, and it's looking We're looking every year to probably try and bridge that gap, but as you say, the likes of Tyrone, Glen and Hull over the last decade of football have definitely been good contenders in Ulster. Glenn are always on there Terman are always on there but it's trying to bridge that gap that's why i like to see teams being developed age and coming forward but it's going to be Terman and Neve Connell Terman have home advantage over Neve Connell they've not been going so well but they've ploughed on in senior football and stayed up over the last number of five years Glenfun play at home to Maville. Funn probably will overcome Maville. Maville haven't been going as well now, um, as well as I expected this year. And Glenn are, they're you know they're, they're outstanding at the moment. They're doing very very well. Our own girls take on Terman Take on, I say my own girls, but my own. That's the way. It's a teacher teacher's life. Oh, Brendan, listen, no, oh, not a problem. I hey, don't worry about it. Play on. But as I say, Terman, Terman to go on leave Connell at home, Terman should really, we're looking at Terman and Glen Fun again for a final. As you said there, you mentioned Glen Fun are going for three in a row, so, you know, they'll be very, very hard to beat in the final day. And probably Terman will say they'll be a little bit disappointed last year's final between Glen Fun took place. Glenfinn and Terman took place up at Lufford it was a cracking game of football it went to extra time Terman lost out only by a point in the end so they have something to prove now this year going in against go Glenfinn it'll be another cracking senior final mm-hmm. the, the Shield semi-finals are also on this weekend Brendan your own club St Unions are on yeah, they have a bye because they, they just missed out uh, and the group A there with Terman and Maval they come, come third St mm-hmm. Naws play Boncrana. I think St Naws won that and it'll be a cracking game of football between St Unions and St There there's only two points a difference St. Juno's coming away early on in the championship mm-hmm. against St. So It's a really good um, round-up of football for the weekend. Let's talk a wee bit about the Junior. Junior A finals have been decided. The Junior B finals have been decided. They'll probably take we- take place the same weekend as the senior and intermediate whenever the finals be decided. Junior A finals done no Play neighbouring Counties Cador. That'll be a cracking game of football. Just mentioned that Dunlow have won all their underage Division 1 finals at under 14, under 16, and under 18, and now they're in the Junior A final as well, Brendan. So, mm-hmm. um, really, there's a lot of work being done down Dunlow. I see it again. I see them going to intermediate and pushing on maybe up into senior in the next few years, which is absolutely fantastic for the ladies' football And the Junior B final, Eru have a second team for the first year, and they play Niamh Padrick. So, it's um, it's great to see so many numbers again, and Irua girls coming out to play football, Brendan so it's really
0: positive for, for ladies football yeah yeah, no, that's some fantastic man. Um, Listen, I was actually I was actually down in your in your club on Saturday would you believe I know you were under 14 girls landed a, a division 3 title <laughs> it's good old crack I was with Brian charity Chir- and Stephen Sweeney McCaff yeah. was about and they were all balls the wee girls were running about after um, there was a yeah. there was a large um, uh, blitz it was over neve Connell um, that's right that's football. right I I so, listen that's what I'm saying. great to see all all that happening uh um, there was there was a load of uh, football going on there and listen what that means to those wee girls you could see it from them the the, the buzz of it you know that's something you you'll never forget to to, to win a title of course for for the Termon crew against Glenswilly in the final of all people as well
4: Yeah, yeah, as as you say, it's absolutely fantastic for the development of ladies football. Um, A lot of uh, minor finals were played off there, the under 14s, under 16s have played over the last number of weeks there, and there have been some fantastic displays of football. Um, And as you say, when you're won, and when you're winning at any age or at any level, it's always so much buzz and brings so much celebration to a club, and it keeps people at it. Like that's why I think that the Shield finals this year, um, for even the seniors, it'll help to bridge that gap between the the three top top teams and senior, uh, and the three bottom teams. At least they have something to try and go on and one for they're not deflated at the end by getting maybe going out and getting sorely beat maybe by one of the senior the top senior teams. So, yeah. well, anything you can do to develop it and bridge the gaps. Between top teams and bottom teams, I think yeah. it's a great thing. And, I think and Mo, it's the, the underage
0: structure. Uh, that, that's a huge point, quality. Mo, because as you're saying that you know, with, even with the, the likes of Termon and Glenfun, the, the fact that they're a good bit ahead, the other teams <laughs> are trying to catch up. As long as there is that secondary, I suppose, shield or some kind of competition for the teams to grasp for, then they don't feel like oh, we're coming up against these teams and they're that bit ahead. We can never maybe get across a line them yeah. if there is that. Uh, I suppose uh, a chance for a proper competition or more action for for, for everyone else just to bring those teams up because they'll keep developing though and again that'll just make the clubs better and make the county team better yeah
4: 100% you know yourself growing up at underage uh, one-in was the key, and it's not only just about winning on the field, but it's the morale and the, the closeness that you have and the celebration after it, and I think that's probably key to keeping teams together. When you have nothing to play for and you feel like you're going out against, say, I do mention them, Terman, Mobile and Glenn Funn, there's huge opposition, you know, uh, over the last number of years in this football. And it's maybe the deflating going out and getting beat to those all the time was no silverware at the end of it. Because you have to understand, and we all do understand, that every team's putting in the same level of commitment, the same level of training on the field. So when you come out with something to show for it at the end of the year, it's a huge bonus and a huge plus, and it keeps girls involved. So it's very, very important, Brent.
0: Yeah, first class, Mo. And listen, thanks for taking the time out. I know you... Dodge there. I don't know where you're at there. You're maybe in a broom cupboard somewhere. <laughs> 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 you, you <go laughs> uh, listen,
4: I'm undercover here now, to my
0: <laughs> I'll not keep you back. You have an important job to do. The next generation needs your help there, Mo. Listen. That's it. I'm
4: glad you're saying
0: it, Brendan. <laughs> Mo, listen, great, great. So, listen, Mo, we're going to talk to you now, sure, after these uh, after semi finals and, and finals are read yeah. up, and we'll, we'll, we'll keep an my eye on it. Weekend the county
4: football yes. now across the whole county, so yeah. men and women, so it's great
0: looking forward to it Mo. listen, thanks a lot again
4: not a problem Brendan Chatson that's
0: great that's great yeah, Maureen O'Donnell there former county star of course now she does punditry work here on Highland and a great uh, expert on the ladies game there so great to get that round up as I say and and keeping a a touch and eye on all things GA in the county everyone deserves uh, their their mention and the highlighting of, of their games and that rounds up the DL debate this evening uh, we've got of course the excellent Monday night sessions coming on uh, the lads will keep things moving here shortly I want to thank Kevin Shuri for producing the show I want to thank Head of Sport Oshin Kelly and of course my guests this evening as you, as you heard there Maureen O'Donnell um, Brendan Crossan and Ryan Ferry and of course as Mo was saying there a huge weekend of GX and coming up next week and we'll be rounding up All that for you next Monday evening. Tune in again. Thanks for tuning in this evening. I'll speak to you. The DL Debate with Sister Sarah's Laddercanny. Serving food you'll love in Sarah's kitchen.